It's 6 a.m. Rise and Shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind. Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside a surprise entry, Carson Crouch. Yes. Back in on a second day for this week. I am here. I'm here, and I'm so good to. It's good to be here. Just can't get enough of the grind. They, just, they can't. I, I and that's that's me right here. I, I love to be here, so I think I'm going to be uh, trying to come in here more often on Mondays. A dual threat. Dual threat yes. Every week. But uh, but Carson, welcome in, man. It's uh, yep. It, thanks. First weekend of three. Do we have three sports going right now? We have no, NBA. We have four sports. Yeah, four. I mean, one. I mean, I don't know if you count it. My buddy Jeff counts it like hardcore NHL. It's hard for me to count it. A sports a sport at times like this. So. I mean, I really. But yeah. like I will say, it's hard for me to watch a team named the Canucks. <laughs> you know what that means? No. Jeff Jeff learned me on it. What is it? I know that's not the way you should say that, but all the English majors just went right out there. <laughs> Uh, a Canuck is another name for a Canadian. That would make sense. See, I thought it was like something that grew on a tree. I, I didn't know. Uh, you couldn't, I couldn't have guessed it, but now that you say it, it well, kind of makes sense, you know. I'm just saying, you know, if you uh, you could count that towards your, your higher learning. Okay. Yeah, hey, add that to the vocabulary list. Yeah, I wouldn't try to use it today. Oh, I'm not. I'd be going down the road and be like, hey, I'm going to go visit some Canucks later. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, maybe that might offend somebody. Uh, don't take much No. <laughs> I digress. But uh, anyway, uh, Carson, the weekend was uh, electric. I mean, you talk about college, college uh, or high school football. I uh, got a little ahead of myself. High school football uh, kicked off the season and had Thursday night and Friday night. Uh, high school football had a, had a great time there at Maryville. Uh, watched the Alcoa game there Saturday. And uh, we'll talk about Heritage breaking a long streak of losing there and getting on their winning ways here in 2020. But uh, but Dustin Johnson, some things that we're going to mention right here are things that didn't necessarily get a, se- get a segment because one, they happened either late in the game or, or, or we'd already had the plan made. But Dustin Johnson yesterday, uh, he's golfing over the weekend in one of their big tournaments and uh, shoots 30 under for the weekend. Wow. I'm just like, you could probably spot me a hundred strokes and I won't go thirty under. No. No. He he reclaimed the number one ranking in the in the world of golf. I mean, that's a huge thing for him. And then again, just uh there was a kid that shot a fifty nine in this tournament. Uh-huh. Which is like stupid. It's like fourteen under for the day or something. Yeah. And then Dustin Johnson goes, I'll see that and top it. And, yeah. uh, so, that's impressive right there. So Dustin Johnson does that. Takuma Sato wins the Indy 500. Uh, it was an interesting Indy 500, one, because of the date that, of which it was ran, but two, it was just, uh, you, you know, it was the same old song and dance. You know, you saw Danica, you saw a lot of these things, but with social distancing, it was funny because when they went in the, to victory lane, he was like all by himself. He oh. still had the milk, he still had uh, everything that Indy is, uh, but it was like, yeah, 
we're just here, you know. Yeah, trying to trying to keep away. Social distance was. Yeah. Good. I thought I watched a women's golf tournament this weekend too. Don't don't ask me why. And uh, and, and bored. They, and they uh, they told the winner, and you know normally it's here's the cup, and the the director of the 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 event kind of hands it to. Right. It's sitting on a table, and he just looks at it and goes, "There it is." Dude, it's for you. Yeah, I know. Hey, we can't hand it to you, so. He was in the background going, there it is. Lysol, Lysol, Lysol. Yeah, right, right. yeah it's just been sanitized. That's why it's mm-hmm. damp. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, Takuma Sato wins the Indy 500. Couple wrecks in that thing that, uh, I don't know, scared me. One of them, the guy literally went entirely into the safer barrier. So they were coming down the front stretch, and it looked like he was just going to kind of settle uh, on the on the inside wall. And another car gets him, turns him probably 360 about seven times, and he ends up, like, inside the safer barrier. And then right there at the end of the race, a guy's doing the spin move, and you think he's got it cleared up, and he all of a sudden shoots down the track. And right where, where like, pit road and the, the main track divides with the concrete barrier, yep. his car T-bones it. Goodness. Oh, man, probably going about 90 miles an hour. I'll, wow! I'll look, I'll look up at the break. That Could day. you imagine? Could you imagine? Well, I imagine that I saw somebody die right there. Yeah, I, I, I mean, to death. Like it, it was, it was, and, and again, he got out of the car, and it was not. Yeah. Uh, he was not in the best of shape. Let's right. Just say that. So that'd be hard to be. Especially those cars, because they're they're smaller. I mean, they're uh-huh. their their tires are like breakaway. They're like meant to come off. But uh, I'm telling you, I couldn't do it, man. But, but those things happened. We're, of course, going to dive into MLB, NBA, and then high school sports uh, for today's show. So those things will actually get a segment, but a lot of good things went on. Uh, the, the NHL is still in postseason, and uh, the, what I heard coming in uh, was the, the Las Vegas Knights. Uh, Golden Knights got, got their win over the weekend, so they're, they're trending well uh, in this year's postseason. I just like those guys. Like, if, if, if I have – I'm like a token – uh, Preds fan, you know, I kind of like those guys. Yeah, I like the Predators. Just because I know a couple of them. I mean, not like know them, know them, but like I know their names. Right. Everybody else, they're like, oh, yeah. If it, I'll challenge you. Can you name three non-Predator hockey players? No. Or can you name three, including the Predators? Oh, it, it just, it, well. See, the two that the two Predators that I probably would name off the top of my head don't even play for the Predators anymore. And that's Mike Fisher, who's Carrie Underwood's husband. Like, I don't know which one I remember him more for. Either way. <laughs> probably or, Carrie Underwood. Or, uh, well, three, Pekka Rene. I liked him. And then uh, P.K. Subban. Well, you see, I'm just not a big fan of the NHL. You know, and honestly, it's just you'll you'll see on ESPN because you know they'll they'll do their show and they'll always bring in an NHL guy, just an Barry NHL guy. Melrose. They will never talk about the NHL without him there, because right. he only does the talking. They right. ask him the questions. The guy with the beard. Yes, yeah, yeah. uh huh. And he's so funny too. He, oh, yeah. Right out of Minnesota. Oh, he's very. I don't care why I'm here. No, okay. he's just there to a- answer the questions and talk about who's going to win the MVP. So you you going to take the challenge? Three non uh, I ca- I couldn't do it. I thought he was about to go Google on me. <sighs> that would have been cheating. Come so on now. Sidney Crosby. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, Alex, o- Alex Ovechkin. I've heard of him. And that's probably all I got. Uh, I'll be honest. 
I couldn't do any better. Now he doesn't play for the Preds now. Well, at least you know some Predators players. Winner, winner, chicken but, yeah, uh, you won. But anyway, high school football got off to a great start this Friday night. Actually, Thursday night, but we'll, we'll talk about Friday night. Um, the, the Rebels hosted the William Blunt Governors. Uh, the Alcoa Tornadoes hosted Blackman. And Heritage played Lenore City. All of those games uh, had some level of, uh, of impact from rain, from weather, from delay. Uh, talking about Friday night, we had, I think, an hour and a half mm-hmm. lightning delay. Wow, but man! It was, it was less than ideal. Let's just say that you were. I was in the press box with Jude. Mm-hmm. You were, you were trumping the Rebel Radio in the student section. Right. And uh, and and maybe our experiences was completely different. It was. Now we we got there. I w- me and uh, a couple of my friends were the first ones in um, for the student section. Wise, we get there. It's like. Let's go. We we're here. We're ready. It's football season again. You know, we had to separate six feet apart, or at least we tried to separate. Right. Um, if you looked at William Blunt, they didn't. No, they didn't do that. So they were like huddled. Oh, they were huddled. So we decided, as Maryville student section, to huddle at some point during that game because the student section was so hard to get loud when it's so separated because we had two separate parts of the student section. So it's half and half. So we everybody kind of found their own way. I mean, you gotta expect that's gonna happen. Can't really stay in one spot for more than three hours. And it was it was very very uh, how do you put it? It was it was wet. It it was just it was kind of a funny night. But we were happy to get to see Maribel play. We ended up having a great time. Student section got ha- real loud, and everybody was having a good time. So. Yeah, it was fun to see the Rebels play. Good deal, good deal. And, and you, you know, you talk around the area uh, about some things that, that had really been necessary. Been, and we'll, we'll kind of fi- finish with the Marable game. But uh, Heritage notches their first win in two and a half years on a 25-game losing streak, a very noted situation. A year ago, lose by one point to Lenore City in this very matchup and uh, and really go on a, uh, on a negative tear that ended with an 0-10 season once again. And uh, and Heritage had a senior-laden team. I talked to Troy Provost Heron a little bit at pregame as the rain delay was happening and the and the lightning delay. But uh, he, he, he said, I expect a lot out of this team. You know, they've got a lot of, you know, three years ago they started a ton of freshmen, and, and now they're, they're looking to those guys being seniors and a lot of senior leadership, and, and, and this is a team – uh, that can have success tonight. Right. And uh, Lenore City came in a little wounded, a little, a little limited, and uh, and Heritage took care of business. I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a twenty-one twenty win. I think they, I think they notched. No, they really. It was, it was a fun game. Yeah, it was, um, it, it was something that I was surprised about because everybody was talking about it. Um, yeah, it's, final score is twenty-one-seven, and 21-7. and um, the student section, everybody was, it was passing around. It was like heritage one, heritage one, heritage one, and you know it's just not expected. I think we actually cheered on Rebel Radio Friday night when they won. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think that's that's what we want to do. Yeah, we know, do. When when week ten comes around and Heritage is it, we're out there at their place, then it, we're probably not going to be cheering for Heritage. No, but we don't like play couple, until then. In a couple of weeks, we're not going to be cheering for Alcoa. Right. Friday night we weren't cheering for William Blunt, but now this week, I'll cheer for William Blunt. Yeah, I, I hope they, they win. Some nice pieces. Uh, but but anyway, Heritage gets the victory over Lenore City, twenty-one to seven. You know, Carson, what what does this have to mean 
to these seniors, you, you know, what they what they went through. I mean, you look at this senior class, literally, literally they can count on one hand how many times they've won in their, in their high school career. Oh, it has got to be big. And I think the main thing is they're starting off 1-0. You know, they're starting off – Got a big, big push going into the season, and you don't ever see it from Harris. They don't win games, and I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. And well, to, yeah, it's just not been been the culture. It's like not that. been the culture lately, you know. For and like you said, these seniors, this has got to be great for them. Going, um, playing Little City, going in there, beating them, and it's just kind of like wow. We they really did it, and now they can start off with a winning record. And see where they can go this year, but it's the the seniors are are ecstatic. Absolutely, and I, I think that one and zero, you make a really good point there because it's it, the weight is lifted. You right, know, it's, it's another thing if you if you've lost your first four and then you win one week five. I just don't think it has the same impact because you're already behind the eight ball. Unless you win four more games, you can't get to five hundred. There's just a whole different outlook when you win your first game because you can sit here and go, you know what, we're one and zero. Yeah, we're we're, we're got a winning record. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the thing is, is they've got a a a, a big test ahead of them. I mean, they're they're uh, they're nowhere to run and hide uh, when you're in six A. I mean, it's just one of those things. But I will say, you know, Sevier County didn't didn't impress me amazingly. Uh, you know, they lost. Uh, they they actually, uh, you, you know, they they uh, they didn't have the best outing. Let's just put it this way. Um, right. Their their last time out, I think they, I think they get the win, but. Uh, but Sevier County, nonetheless, um, will see the Mountaineers this Friday night. It will be uh, it will be at home. They'll open their home stadium this Friday night against Sevier County, and hopefully bring some of that good luck uh, back to them. But uh, road win uh, to break the streak. What about that? That's what I was saying. Is um, it's a road win? They go to Lenore City and win. And when do we see Heritage win? Nevertheless, go. To somewhere and win, which is impressive, and I, I just can't get over it. And like you said, I was cheering for them. You know, I really was. So, I mean, it was it was a it was a cool game, and I wish I could have watched it somehow. But I mean, it was it was a it was the talk of the night for sure. Sevier County beat Jefferson County there last week, so that that's what they've got to look at. Two one and zero teams at Heritage High School. Haven't been able to say that. Uh, no. In a long time. So again, congratulations to Heritage. Congratulations, Coach Hammondtree and those kids, and and the uh, and the one and zero start again. Uh, a winning record for Heritage. We uh, we hope that continues there Friday night against Sevier County. But the other game on the docket was Alcoa hosting Blackman. Uh, that was Saturday. It was a kind of a a prime time little event. It was. I wanted to say rivalry Thursday, but it, it's that crew, but they're doing it on Saturday. It was, I, I think, uh, what did they call that? They had a name for it. I was watching it. I'd... Either way, I think it's, a, you, you know, it, it's just one of those mid-state, East Tennessee right. kind of matchups. But Blackman comes to Alcoa. Alcoa went out there to Murfreesboro a year ago. Again, the Blackman coach is a former ranking player. So there's a little bit of connection. Oh yeah. Uh, he played for Rankin when he was at Riverdale, and, and then last year it was one of those deals where Blackman really had the upper hand for a lot of that game. Uh, went into the half up against Alcoa, and then just kind of let it slip away there in the second half. Alcoa goes on to not only win that game but win 14 more en route to a 3A state championship. So this was a 
This was a different looking Alcoa team. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were a lot older in a lot of positions, but they were younger in some very key positions. Yes, I. quarterback. Uh, they were missing Greg Carroll, uh, so there was a lot of narrative that says Alcoa is coming a little shaky uh, to the matchup on Saturday. Talking with Heath Dunkel and Marty Millsaps there on Thursday, uh, Marty was a little shaken. Uh, he he didn't uh, he didn't know necessarily what to take given the fact that they hadn't scrimmaged much the fact that gray wasn't going to play the fact that there was a lot of things unknown right uh, but he still picked the the tornadoes as did heath as did i uh, but but we didn't really understand what the dynamic was going to be uh, as these uh, as the tornadoes the 2020 version five time defending state champion tornadoes hit the turf and uh, and quite frankly saturday night uh, the Blaze brought a good good game plan. They did, and it was it was kind of a it was kind of a slow start, like it was most games had lightning or rain delays or however you want to put it, and it was kind of a slow thing. They got out there. Alcoa was driving down the field, and it was they scored, but off the second play, but it got called back for holding, and then everything went to locker room because of lightning. And Alcoa comes back out, score. They're up seven zero. And Blackman comes out and scores seven seven. So then we're like, okay, Blackman's competing. Blackman's ready to play. So everybody's sitting there and it's thinking that this is going to be a good game. And whoop, Alcoa runs away with it. I'll tell you, you know, Alcoa scores like basically right out of the gate, my understanding, and it gets called yep. back on a penalty. Yep. And then they don't get in. Yep. And it stays zero zero forever. Mm-hmm. Then Alcoa goes up seven. Well then. Blackman's only score of the game comes in a fumble comes on a recovery. fumble recovery, yep. yeah, fumble recovery touchdown uh, that uh, was that ended up being turnover number three. Four minutes later, Alcoa fumbles again, turnover number four, and uh, you know, quite frankly, uh, I don't know how bad this could have gotten here at the end. Mm-hmm. Alcoa been able to just sustain. Um, Gary Rankin said in our season preview show there Thursday night that he. He said, this, this is going to be ugly football the first couple of weeks. It's just we haven't been able to scrimmage. What we've been able to do in, in-house is going to, has been distanced. So it, it's one of those dynamics. But he said, uh, he said but I think we're, we're ready to play. He said, you know, this is, a, this is a team that's ready to go. But I thought they, uh, you, you know, they, they had to play a couple different quarterbacks due to some injuries and some different things. But I think they, they saw or they've seen now a, uh, a very – a very dynamic football team. Sankey, Cox, uh, the likes thereof really uh, paid the bill. You know what I'm saying? They, right. they were ready to go and did their thing. Isaiah Cox had a 44-yard touchdown run uh, roughly three minutes later uh, in the fourth quarter. Puts it up to 21-7. to and That's where he, he really shined there late in that, that football game. Uh, but they limited Blackman uh, to 22 yards of offense, forced two turnovers, had 10 tackles for loss and three sacks. So you're talking about a defense without a Division One Georgia Tech commit, Greg Carroll, uh, allowed 22 yards. Oh, my. It's That was rough. And, and you would watch Blackman, and they could not move. They could not move down the field. They couldn't even move three yards down the field. So it was tough for Blackman, but Alcoa really rained. And that late stretch really put up a lot of points, which makes me think, how is Alcoa going to do this season if it comes down to that? Are they going to be able to score fast, or is it going to be a slow start just like it was in that game? Yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see. But I tell you, the, the, the unsung player, I don't want to say unsung because he's, I mean, he's listed in this article I'm reading, 
But Cam Burden, is he not a stud for Alcoa? Oh, he is. He's a guy that says, I don't want to play quarterback. Uh, he's got that kind of talent, but he says, I don't want to play quarterback. I want to play defense. And that's where he, he kind of he rests most times. He's and they were rotating him. They were rotating quarterbacks. I think it's three or four. Absolutely, yeah. And he did a lot of good things on defense. Uh, he actually turned over uh, Blackman there on a fourth and two attempt and then uh, comes right back on offense and throws an 18-yard touchdown pass to Tahiran Sunders uh, with nine minutes to play to get the uh, the game basically put to bed. Uh, you know, it's – even, even Coach Rankin said when Greg gets back, I, I don't know what this is going to look like, but he said we're awful, awful good to not have one of the best defensive players in the state on the field. So he said he's proud of his defense. There's a lot of experience out there, and that they just got to get it together as far as cleaning up those uh, those drops and different things like that. But uh, Alcoa gets a huge win in week number one, taking yeah. on a 6 eight team, something that they're going to do a couple of the first three or four weeks, and, uh, and, and that's really going to set the tone. Uh, for this season for the Tornadoes. But, uh, you know, I think it sets up well their next sites, honestly. They they can say whoever they're going to play this week and next, their next sites is on week four uh, against the Maribel Rebels. It is. Absolutely, absolutely. And kind of speak to those Rebels. Uh, stay in stay in county a little bit. Uh, Maribel hosted the William Blunt Governors there at Skeeter Shield Stadium on the on the campus of Maribel High School there, there Friday night. And, man, it was a – it was an electric atmosphere. I, I was I was nervous as to what I was going to walk into, given the fact that social distancing, limited right. crowd, et cetera, et cetera. But I tell you, Larry Hedrick and the administration of Maryville High School, they do a phenomenal job of getting people in, but getting them in safely. Everybody got temperature checked. Even, even I, I'm parking under the stadium, literally like I don't see anybody. I walk straight in, straight out. And they were like, you know, they were temp scanning, asking me these questions about, you know, had I been around this? Had I done that? Am I feeling this way? And so I really appreciated the the thoroughness uh, that they did when the when the lightning delay happened. They exited the stands, made everybody get out, uh, go to your car, go under the stadium, et cetera. And uh, I felt like an ast- You know, they kind of got a wrench through their plan. One, they knew they had to do the social distancing and limited, but then they come in and have the storm to have to deal with on top of that. So uh, good kudos to those guys uh, to just really. Uh, do a knock uh, knockout job of, of keeping that thing together. Yeah, they did a great job with trying to get everybody in, like you said, and they did a great job with everybody out. They, you know, have a lot on their hands with William Blunt and Maryville fans coming in in the gate and having to do tickets, making sure you had your ticket kept. They made sure and told everybody that. And, you know, they just wanted everybody to wear their mask because, you know, we want to be able to go to the student section again. We want to be able to have fans. So we have to do what we have to do to go watch these games live and that's what we did and they did a great job with it so it was it was fun and it was it was still it was still great absolutely absolutely but uh, you know the 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 fireworks was good coming into the game the electricity that that brought high school football back to Maryville but on the football field only one team was smoking hot they were so hot their jerseys were red oh yeah Oh yeah, love the love the red jersey to open the season. New new look a little bit had the had the wide stripe on the pants, red with two white outlines. Uh, I liked it. They got new jerseys and everything this year, so it was it was a big deal. Oh yeah, man, looking looking fresh on the on the football field. But forty nine to seven was the finale there. Uh, it, it was really it was kind of the tone was set early. Uh, Maribel gets the ball, kind of does their thing. 
Um, they scored 14 in the first quarter, 28 in the second quarter, and then tack a second half touchdown on uh, for good measure. But Parker McGill, uh, 10 carries, 98 yards, three touchdowns, was the Rebel Radio player of the game. But Carson Jones, man, he uh, he had him a night too, stepping out of the shadows of Kay Chambers and and announcing that he's the starter for the Rebels this season. Oh, he stepped up and he did amazing. I I think it was it was a big deal when he stepped on the field. Nobody knew how he was going to do. He was able to rush, run. He was faster than I thought he was, which is a great thing. And he was able to pass. He was throwing dimes, and I and I, I'm just I'm I'm really happy with him and. He, um, I think it was like 8 for 12, 162 yards, two TDs. He threw a 52-yard pass to Nick Daigle. So. And ran a 12-yarder. Yeah, he ran one in. So he had a great game, too. And him and Parker, I think they're going to be a great duo. And Parker, great game for him, too. Absolutely, absolutely. They held, they held Wigan Blood to 146 yards of offense, I think. And right. And it was a lot of trash duty late in the game. Uh, but uh, first downs, Maribel out ran Wigan Blood 12 to 8. Uh, rushing yards, 149 to 64 was the differential. And like you said, 162 through the air for Carson Jones to claimers for William Blunt's 82 yards. Uh, you just look at what, what is happening and what what transpired. It's not that it shocked me that Maribel beat William Blunt, but I, I will say um, William Blunt did not look poor. I thought they had some nice things going. Right. Uh, they, they need some more offensive sets. Uh, when I, when I watched, looked out there, it was trips right or left, and they they had five receivers basically the whole game. Bryson Williams would be in the backfield uh, with with Clemmer. just not a ton of misdirection, trying to come straight ahead, and uh, and and the defense that lost a lot still had a lot and was stopping stopping William Blunt pretty well. Oh yeah, you remember what Lou said last week? William Blunt just can't pass, and. He went five for thirteen, but those five were pretty cool. they were they were, but it was it was we still we still kind of stopped them there, and they he had five out of the thirteen went for eighty two. He had that one forty four, and yeah, I mean it was kind of yeah. Sometimes our corners or safeties got beat, but overall, I think our defense pretty play, played pretty decent though. Oh, absolutely, and you had some guys playing a little Ironman football. You know, DJ Birch was going both ways. Uh, Markel Fortenberry went both ways. I think Nick Daigle played. He did at the uh, start both ways. Little, and then he played on special teams. He actually played three ways. But uh, but anyway, uh, nonetheless, the the result was similar uh, to what we expected. Forty nine to seven, the the victory for the Rebels, uh, and uh, and one and zero. This new look team. Uh, of course, Jude wanted me to uh, put out there. Uh, Rebel Radio football, sixteen and zero now. Uh, that's uh, that's 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 actually a big accomplishment right there. Put out there, it's uh, it's it's the the marriage is working. Let's just say that. Yeah. The GAP and Rebel Radio and Maryville High School is making it. But uh, but nonetheless, uh, William Blunt, the uh, the lone in county uh, school to to uh, to take a loss this week, but again, to an in county school in Maryville. Uh, Greenback, uh, they they did not. Oh uh, my! So well this week as uh, as they uh, they they are rebuilding as well. They they they're probably their best thing they they put on on the docket is uh, is Micah Franklin the William Blunt transfer. Uh, but they they did not fare so well uh, this week, and and you know we'll, uh, we'll we'll wish them the best as they move forward. Forty one nothing. Yeah. Well, I thought I liked my way of saying it, just not yeah. so well. But forty one to nothing. Like I said, new quarterback. Uh, new running backs, new receivers. Um, I don't know that there's a facet of that game they're not new. So, again, uh, 
wish them the best, but uh, tough sledding when you're when you're uh, when you're replacing everything. So, yeah. Uh, let's take our break. Uh, we're near halfway, but let's take our first break of the day. Listen to these great sponsors, but uh, uh, we'll come back and continue uh, to talk sports, talk Major League Baseball, and talk NBA right here on the Monday edition of the Grind. You're listening 100.9 FM, 8:50 AM, and streaming Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948. Or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. 2020 has been anything but predictable. But there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student-athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at WKVL.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, 
individual and business tax returns. Compilation Review and Assurance Services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media but if you say i don't like social media but i like podcasts we've got those too you can download the grind podcast on apple podcast and google play music directly from the website it's a one-stop shop for everything the grind check us out online the that's the we don't always promise to be perfect but we promise to give you our honest opinion This is Sports Radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. Tell us where we can find Give Him Six Podcast and uh, and what's going on on the podcast world today. Well, I mean, yeah, you can find the Give Him Six Podcast on um, anywhere. Uh, I'd say the best way to find it is look it up in any search engine that you have and go to our website and play any episode that we have from there. Um, we're in the high 60s in episodes. I think we're at 68, and it is fun. And you can find it on SoundCloud, Apple Music, iTunes, Anything you can really think of, we try to put it on um, every platform. We have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and our email, you know, so you can hit us up and 
um, talk to us if you have any questions. But it's the podcast world right now is very big because everybody's from home mostly. They're talking sports, and we just posted an episode last week, so you can go give that a listen, and it, it was really fun to get back into it. Absolutely. Check it out. Give him six podcasts. Uh, it's honestly, it's the best. It's the best average podcast time. What? 20, 30 minutes. It, yeah, if we can get up to 30 minutes, that's a really good episode because it's hard to talk about on a podcast for mainly Tennessee sports. We, I like to incorporate NBA, MLB, all sorts of stuff in there. So it's going to be time well spent is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a really good podcast. I've, I've followed, I like, and then I, uh, uh, wait in anticipation until the next episode comes out. So I appreciate the, that. You should do the same. But uh, kind of to step back into to high school there for just a half second, you know, I've had a lot of people ask, you know, hey, I, I wasn't able to catch the game or, or I had issues where I couldn't stay on it. Da, yeah. Da, da, da. Uh, where can I catch it again? Which, of course, the day after WGAP will re-air uh, the Marable games and then WKBL here will re-air the Alcoa games. Well, another avenue that Blunt Broadcasting and, and this show is going to put on for you is we're actually going to throw the games on this show's podcast. Uh, we're going to put the, both games uh, on our podcast. You can go to our website, thegrindonsports.com, click the SoundCloud link, and find the Maribel and Alcoa games. They'll be listed as such. It'll say Maribel versus William Blunt, Alcoa versus Blackman, and then each week it'll be renamed accordingly. But uh, you can get those at your leisure anytime, and they are archived. Again, thegrindonsports.com. Click the SoundCloud link, and then find the game you're looking for. I think that's going to be a good avenue. Huh. Uh, a lot of times people, especially on a Friday night, Saturday day at 3 o'clock is not the best time to just sit down and no. watch three hours. Yeah, I fully agree. Because, say, you know, I'm in the suit section. I wanted to listen to it, and, you know, I want to – I'm not in the car or on the radio, so hey, I can just look it up on on the, you know, podcast. Yeah. If you, so for our side, if you uh, if you're a fan of the Jude Show, mm-hmm. you just really want to hear that uh, that very it, from last year to this year matured Jude voice. Yeah. Uh, you can check it out on our podcast, thegrindonsports.com. Click the SoundCloud link and find the game you're looking for. I think that's going to be a good option it is. Uh, for the listeners. But uh, let's go to MLB, Carson. As as you look at the weekend and what, what came out of the weekend, yesterday's scores uh, saw the Nationals have a little life left in the tank. They, they beat the Marlins 9-3. to three. Uh, Anibal Sanchez pitched seven effective innings as he gets a 9-3 to three victory uh, over the Marlins. Uh, the, the Red Sox fall to the Orioles 5-4. to four. Tigers Fall or Tigers defeat the Indians seven to four. Uh, the Rays defeat the Blue Jays five to four to go to nineteen and ten. Pretty decent record for them. The Pittsburgh Pirates uh, get a rare victory five to four over the Milwaukee Brewers. They're now seven and seventeen. The Twins defeat the Royals five to four. The Cardinals over the Reds six to two. The Cubs beat the White Sox. Two to one. That's a that's a hate fest right there. That's a series. Yeah. Uh, that people don't like each other. But both no. those teams are pretty good this season. Uh, the Cubs get the victory two to one. The Padres defeat the Astros five to three. Dodgers over the Rockies eleven to three. Athletics over the Angels five to four. The Giants beat the Diamondbacks six to one. Mariners beat the Rangers four to one. And the Phillies top the Braves five to four. A a valiant effort to come back there late last night and just uh, came up just. A touch short, and of course the Subway Series Yankees and Mets put on postponement 
because the Mets were had some exposure, some outbreak, and uh, right. been dealt. Uh, That's going to be part of it. But uh, weekend of baseballs, uh, you know, we're we're sitting here. Uh, a lot of these teams, 16 and 12, that's 28 games. That's near halfway, Carson. It we're, is. We're almost there. Uh, this, is, uh, this is a time in baseball where uh, the, the, the thick's getting to be thick. It and, is. Uh, people's going to have to get where they get in. Oh, yeah. And it's, like you said, a lot of the 16 games, a lot of 17 wins. Um, in the American League, at least, you know, you got the A's, 19. Yeah, and it's, like you said, 30 games is already here. So it's halfway, trying to look and see where these teams go. And it's 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 a throw-up right now, so we'll, we'll just see how it goes. Now, is there anything that surprised you here 30 games in, you know, 28, 29 games into this season? Does any of this stuff surprise you at all? Well, I mean, one thing that would surprise me is Oakland's done a great job this year. And, you know, they've always stayed kind of quiet, but this year they're 19-9 and leading the American League. You know, I really thought that was a that's a pretty good thing for them. 20-9, that's right, yeah. Uh, but I'll say this. Uh, I, you know, early in the season I said to Athletics, I said, I bet you they're going to be pretty strong in this deal mm-hmm. because they always have a two-month segment that they're really good. And I was like, you know, they're 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 built for this. Right. You know, the Billy Bean ball style of, style of play is is worth a, a push, and and they've been able to do that. Have the best record in the American League. They may have the best record in baseball. No, the LA Dodgers have the best record in baseball, but they're number two. Uh, the biggest surprise right now is the tear that the Rays have been on. They're nineteen and ten now. They sit a game ahead of the Yankees in the AL East. Of course, that's where that's the the uh, the division that I hold near and dear. Uh, the Braves are still holding serve in their division, even though they dropped the, the Phillies matchup yesterday. Uh, they are two games ahead of the Marlins, and the Phillies actually round out that division. So uh, the Cubs and Dodgers are the other two National League leaders, and then the Oakland A's and the Minnesota Twins, along with the Rays, lead the American League. But uh, halfway point doesn't mean the finale, doesn't mean the nope. playoffs. Uh, there's still a lot of baseball to be played, and, and, and honestly, with the Yankees having been been put on pause two different times, they're actually they're five games short of where the, their uh, their division counterparts sit at the moment. So and that's I think, yeah, yeah, that's going to change the game. I think the way the Yankees have played uh, with their their stretch run and hitting home runs and and being able to basically run rule some people, uh, I think that's going to change the dynamic as we as we push in to. Uh, as we push into late August here, uh, trying mm-hmm. to get baseball in, but uh, but Carson, that's MLB in in a nutshell. Uh, let's uh, let's take us another quick break. All right, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk NBA. We're going to yep. talk uh, the the bubble, uh, how it is working, and then some uh, some brooms that got out this weekend. I think the Celtics oh, yeah. got out a broom. I think the uh, there was another team got out the broom, and uh, let's just say they brought a broom. Because the NBA is a mess. Oh, it is. We'll talk it all in just a minute. We will. You're listening to The Grind, Monday edition, right here, 104.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and stream, WKBL.com. We'll be right back.
Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. scores and ultimately uh, where we sit in the NBA postseason as those uh, those games are in action and uh, nightly uh, we are seeing what the, the postseason is shaping up to be. Right. It is a wild uh, first round right now because right now we're in the fir- uh, first round of the playoffs. Some games are finishing. Um, some series are finishing because it is sweeps all across. Some are tied 2-2. And some are up 3-1. You know, it's here and there. Some are moving on to the next round. So it's just a big deal. And you're looking here from last night. The Raptors scored 150 points as they beat the Nets 122. They're up 4-0. They sweep, and they're on. Like, let me just get on a soapbox right here. And I'll say the same thing for the Nuggets here in a minute. If you score 122 or 127 and don't win, immediate firing of the coach. Yeah. Like, you you may just need to shut the franchise down. Yeah. Like, I am like, oh, like, that's, 
if there's a reason, like, because I'll tell you, and, and let me get my words out here. I watch NBA, and I'm like, this is trash. This is garbage. Yeah. Because I'm watching it, and, and dude, they're, they're as athletic. Like, they're huge. Like, NBA players are huge. Like, I'm like, is that is that court smaller? What's going on? And, and I'm like, I don't even know why I watch this stuff. And then they'll take off and, like, for a five-second burst, show you why they're an NBA player. Exactly. You know, they'll rip down the lane. They'll, they'll slam it away. Or they'll shoot it from 100 foot away and just drain and it. And drain it. And so there's reasons to pick up the NBA. That's a disgrace. To be in the playoffs and give to score 122 or 127, or if you're the Clippers, 133, and lose. And lose an OT. Yeah, and the Raptors, you know, they sweep. They're this underdog team. They're mad, you know, that Kawhi um, leaves, goes to the Clippers, and everybody tells them they will not make it. They will not do it. And they sweep the Nets 4-0. The Nets do not have KD or Kyrie, though. Both are injured, and KD's trying to still recover from that ACL injury. Kyrie, I think he had some problems this year. They just went ahead and sat him out, so... The Nets tried to hold on, and they just got blown out. Then you have the Mavericks, like you said. Clippers score 133, Mavericks score 135. They tied the series 2-2 in OT. And some other games last night, Jazz beat the Nuggets. It was a good game. Um, Jazz are surprisingly beating the Nuggets. A lot of people expected the Nuggets to do a lot better, but Jazz are up 3-1. The lowest scoring team yesterday was the 76ers at 106 points. Yeah, broke 100 still. Oh, I know. Hey, I just to me defense is is, is a thing of the past, and, and and honestly, it's just it's pretty rough. But nonetheless, the Celtics do sweep the 76ers one one ten to one oh six. Um, Kimba Walker, Jason Tatum, uh, they go for sixty uh, combined. Uh, Boston is led by Tatum with twenty eight, fifteen rebounds, four assists. Joel Embiid had a good game, thirty ten and three. Uh, on the on the stat sheet for the the Philadelphia center, but not enough as their season comes to an end uh, at the end of the first round. They they finished their season 43 and 30, 31 and four at home, but they clinch their fate with a Celtics law or with a Celtics win over the 76ers there just one night ago. So Boston will go on and uh, and await their next opponent. The Clippers fall to the Mavericks like you said in OT 135 to 133. Um, the series is now tied at two games apiece, and they'll continue to battle on there in the bubble and, uh, and, and do what they need to do to, to, to seal the deal. I still think this is a Clippers series, like in my opinion. I still think what, uh, what the, uh, the nucleus that, uh, that Kawhi and those guys are doing mm-hmm. in L.A., uh, I think that's still the better team there. But, again, this, is, this rattles the, the door a little bit uh, that uh, the Mavericks aren't going anywhere. Well, this is a this is a team. The Mavericks say they're a lower seeding for uh, good players that they have. They have Chris Stapps, Porzingis, Luka Doncic, and really they are playing really well together. And it's given the Clippers a tough time. You know, like you said, Kawhi and Paul George. Of course, they're the better team with the Sixth Man of the Year, Lou Williams, three times maybe in a row. And now you look at the Mavericks and they're competing and they're beating. The Clippers, and now it's 2-2, and I think this game could go 6 or 7. So I think the Lakers are going go Mavericks. Oh, they are, go. because, you know, the Clippers, you look at it, 
and down the stretch, yes, they're going to be a later in the playoffs kind of team that's going to win. But I think the Mavericks match up well versus this team, and I think that's why they're competing. And Luka hit that game winner last night off the backboard from way outside the three-point line. So. Oh, it was, yeah. Absolutely. And, and you know what? Luca had a little extra, extra oomph there in his, his step there last night after his, his run-in with uh, another NBA player. We'll just leave that where that's at. But, yeah. Uh, nonetheless, he, he put on a show and uh, pretty much quieted his critics. The Raptors defeated the Nets 150-122, to 122, like you said, for the big sweep. Another broom out in the NBA as a, as a limited Nets team. Uh, valiant effort there in the first round, but a 4-0 sweep for the Raptors. Uh, the Nuggets uh, lost to the Jazz 129-127. to 127. In the eastern part of the U.S., was there any game that was watched less? No. Because <laughs> uh, there is no... I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't know that I know a player on either one of these teams. And then I'll look at it and I'm like, oh, Jamal Murray plays for Kentucky. I well, yeah, the Nuggets. There's, well, they had Nikola Jokic and Bol Bol, and they were they're the tallest team in the NBA. I think their smallest player is six seven. Like I, I didn't know if you were actually saying team names or if you were choking on your Pepsi. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah. Then the Jazz. I think with the uh, pickup of Mike Conley from the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, it helped them out a lot. And Donovan Mitchell. They have some good pieces on that team. I will say Denver probably has one of the more interesting logos. They it do. looks like it's actually bit, took some time to work on. And then the oh. jazz. The jazz is pretty cool. It's like the music note with the with the, with the basketball. Yeah, you really take a look at these, you know, these emblems, and you're like, oh, these logos are nice. <laughs> oh, they, yeah, yeah. They're definitely. I would say, I would, I would argue that the NBA probably has better logos uh, than a lot of other sports. The problem is that their jerseys don't normally translate. Like, if, did you see yeah. Utah's jerseys? I thought it was a thermometer. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, we have, there's some wild jerseys in the. It, I think the bubble, though, they um, only allowed to bring, I think, one to three, I think. Because most of the time there's all sorts of different colored jerseys. So. Absolutely, yeah. Because they've got all the different awarenesses, jerseys, as I call them, and then they've got all the different, uh, they've got all the different months jerseys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say there's probably ten. I mean, oh, there's got to be Chinese jerseys. I'm really glad that uh, Miami brought the uh, Miami Vice ones. Oh, the oh, the pink ones. Awesome. Yes, they are. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's where it sits. Uh, the Nuggets Jazz, 129 to 127. The Jazz gets the victory, and they now uh, Utah actually leads that series three to one, looking to finish that one off here in the next couple days. Uh, but kind of, if you if you're wondering why we didn't talk about Lakers, that's because they played Saturday. Uh, they got the victory uh, over over the. I don't know why I just drew a blank. The Trailblazers. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, they got a, they got a win over the Trailblazers. They now lead the series two to one. And actually tonight's action, we'll see the Bucks Magic uh, as that series is two one in favor of Milwaukee. The Rockets Thunder. Houston leads that series two to one. I know you'll be watching that one. Right. Because uh, aren't you? You're Chris Paul and a Houston. Fan. I'm a Chris Paul fan, and he went to Houston, or I mean, he went to the Thunder. Excuse me, and the Rockets. I am a Rockets fan. We don't have Russell at all, and we're beating them two one. So I, I'm pulling for the Rockets, of course, but always got to cheer for my man Chris. So it's it's been a fun series. I've been watching every game. So I'm laughing because of those real Chris Paul commercials. Those are just. The, the, I, I I love it. It literally has Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, you know that show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course I do. Uh, Pacers Heat, uh, that game will get, that series will get back yeah. underway tonight. 
Miami looking to sweep the Pacers. They're up three to nothing in the Eastern Conference. I, I think they've it's got sad. an opportunity to do that. Jimmy Butler's pretty pretty hot there. He's he's scoring nearly twenty points a game, seven rebounds and six assists per per contest. Uh, Miami's favored by six and a half. I think I think they get it done tonight. Yeah, that well the Pacers. It's sad because that's T.J. Warren, um, the breakout star in the bubble that scored. I think it was. Uh, pl- I think he was like 40 points one game, 30-something, and he's just con- consistently scoring now, which he never used to do. But sadly, like you said, Jimmy Butler's playing outstanding, and it's it's a group effort. Tyler Hero's playing good. Bam, Adebayo. It's just a really good team, and they fit well. And, yep, I think they're looking to sweep. And then, and then the nightcap, a 9 p.m. start, which I hate that part of it. Uh, the L.A. Lakers and the, and the Portland Trailblazers will hit the hardwood. Uh, game four of the series – Lakers lead the series two to one, so it won't be a finale. But LeBron James and Damian Lillard lock horns again. Uh, honestly, you know that's the headline right here. But I, I, uh, I think Anthony Davis has has led this team probably in this series has. more than LeBron, and uh, and that's really what LeBron wants to happen. You know, LeBron's right. in season number seventeen, so he's interested in another guy picking uh-huh. up the torch from time to time. Uh, they've been able to do that the last few nights. The Lakers are favored by seven and a half in this one. Uh, and I think Damian Lillard averaging 30 points a game, he's going to need every bit of that to get a hold of the Lakers tonight. Uh, the Trailblazers, it's – what do you have to say about them? Um, well, I mean, you know, start – they are. I mean, it's not like you're sitting here going, oh, they're going to shock the world. Right. They have the opportunity, but they don't necessarily have the weapons. Yeah, they have – you know, they have game time Dame with – Game time Dame, Dame time, whatever you want to call him, you know, MVP of the bubble. And he, uh, they started off 1-0 in the series, and then Lakers are starting. And like you said, Anthony Davis, that last game down the stretch, he was insane, pulling up Jays, writing floaters. It was, it was very big, and that's what uh, I agree. I mean, I think LeBron is looking for that help, and without Anthony, I, I don't know where they'd be. But Trailblazers are trying at least. I know Damian's dropping 50 up almost each game. It feels like so. We'll just well, see how it goes. Oh well, what else is he supposed to do? <laughs> But uh, you, you talk about the Lakers, the, the contributions they're getting uh, from McGee. I like JaVale McGee. Uh, he, he was a guy that when he played for, for the uh, Warriors, I really liked him. I thought they didn't use him near as much. And he gets with the Lakers, and he's become a pretty good star. Danny Green has been a good addition Lights out. Um, to, to, to the Lakers squad. Caldwell Pope, I remember when he played uh, in college, and uh, I always thought he was a really good player. Uh, Kyle Kuzma. Uh, he, he talks about how he could probably start in a, any other team on the league, and he comes off the bench for the Lakers. And I and I think he he likes that spot because he can come in uh, and either keep the, yep. the boost going, or he can come in when things got a little stale and, and rock it out. So uh, I'm interested in this game tonight, Portland and the Lakers uh, hitting it up. But uh, Carson, we're right up here against the. I know. Sadly, it's coming to an end. It is always like this on uh, on Wednesdays, and now. Looks to be maybe a possible Look, Monday. Yes. But, uh, but again, thanks for coming in. Don't, don't Great. forget, check his podcast out. Give him six podcasts. Search it on the interwebs, and you can find it. Give him six podcasts. And again, like I said, after the prep segment, uh, if you missed the Alcoa or Maribel game and want to hear it again, didn't get the replay on Saturday or Sunday, uh, go to thegrindonsports.com, click on SoundCloud, and, uh, and you can find it right there again. TheGrindOnSports.com. Click SoundCloud and find the Alcoa or Maribel game that you're interested in. But, uh, but Carson, uh, have a good day at school. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's fun being here. Love it. And it's a good Monday and Wednesday coming up. Iron Man.
Yeah. Yeah.